When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the main event, Mark's podcast, brought to you by Belly Up Unhinged Radio Network Sports. I'm your first host, lifelong wrestling fan, former radio guy, Cat Dad, and Mr. Monsters Balls. I am Troy. And with me as always, he is the main event collector and figure hunting warrior. He's the WWE walking wrestling encyclopedia and the Tom Go to my AJ Styles. It's Greg. What's up, Greg? I'm not dropping you a beat. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, this was... That would have been I, money, dude. That rap, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you all, you and I always talk about that. You know, Tomko and AJ. I don't think get enough credit as far as being a great tag team. Oh hell no, they don't. That tag team was amazing. It was it was weird. Like their dynamic during this time, where like Tomko was like the reluctant bodyguard. He was like, ah, well, I'm 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 never going to turn on Christian because he's paying me and I need the money, but I don't like him. And uh, then you got AJ Styles, where he's like the fanboy of Christian, and he's the dumb hick all at the same time. <laughs> this is, this uh, is a weird time for AJ. It was, but, but you know what? It never changes wrestling style, if you think about it. No. So, uh, the only time he really changed a little bit was when he was uh, when he was uh, in Fortune. He started yeah. bleaching his tips and wearing the middle of the mall kiosk uh cubic zircona earring uh, you had you had a great uh description of that dude <laughs> That's what, uh, it's like i feel like you saw this and knew exactly what it was <laughs> that's what that's what conrad always says to tony Giovanni because he he always makes fun of him for his earring that he wears now he's like oh, you yeah that at the middle weird. of the mall uh, he's, he's like, that's that middle of the mall kiosk cubic zircona bullshit. 
he's not wrong, but uh, at least AJ, you know, trims his hair and probably wore Oakleys or something like that. So now he's got his soccer mom haircut. <laughs> oh yeah, that requires minimal combing, man. You just you know, which, uh, which is on the list, by the way. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, one of the many lists of Jericho. Well, didn't he have one that was like the the lexicon of Le Champion? I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good grief. Well, today, ladies and gents, we are back on the TNA 2007 train, and we're going back to 07 for Bound for Glory, their biggest show of the year. This, this may was... be a good Bound for Glory. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, it... I'll, I'll say actually, this. I'll, I'll let me think about it. This may be a good TNA show. Sorry. Bound right, for Glory yeah. is usually somewhat good. I will say this, this, I didn't feel like this was kicking the doors down or nothing, you know, set the woods on fire, but it was good. It was a culmination of a few things. There are some obvious critiques you and I can get into on the show and we definitely will. And there's not a lot of huge news around this time, but there are a few things you and I can talk about. One of them is vaguely wrestling related just because of who the person is related to, but yeah, there's a there's a handful of stories, I'll say. But today is mostly focused on the event and uh, getting through 2007 here. But it's a good way to open October. You and I always used to, when we were big at TNA, <laughs> when you and I were big into TNA, we always uh, looked forward to October and BFG. So, yeah, this you know was... Funny, um, a little off topic, but it was one year ago today, I was out there with you and uh, mutual friend Kyle. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I forgot about it. Seems to be the best time of the year for for things like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because I think one of the sh- things you and I first bonded over was, in fact, TNA. Giggity. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, now, like, October, and I've come out there a couple of times now. So that was one year ago. I didn't come back. Yeah, right. Well... Well, this would actually be a good time of year to come out because, like, the temperature is like perfect right now. But it's like uh, I thought just, about it. But if I could not, if I could get a damn plane, that wouldn't cost uh, six hundred bucks. Not even joking. Oh God, I know. Yeah, I can't. Even if I had the money, I couldn't fly anywhere right now because I'd be like, I'm not spending that on a damn plane. Not the gas is much better, but I'd still save money driving wherever the hell. But either way, uh, yeah, bow for glory was always pretty good. I think this is, what, the third annual? Bound for Glory? Uh, five, six, seven, yeah. Third. Oh, five, six, okay. Yeah, it so should have been, been the around. fourth, but I think something happened when they canceled their first one in 2004. It was going to be one of the Wednesday shows. Something like uh, that. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't remember too much about 04 TNA, but yeah. But well, uh, It was going to be Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett, I think. Oh, yeah, because uh, they or, didn't run sorry, that no, no, around. Sorry, no, 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 I'm thinking of the, never mind. It was going to be Raven and Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know they had Victor, uh, I think you and I covered, was it Victory Road 04? Or what the hell pay-per-view uh, was it? We definitely covered Victory Road 04, yeah. Yeah, okay. That was so. the very first ever pay-per-view they had. Yeah, now, so we did cover that one. Yeah, so... Uh, you can get some some taste of TNA from back in 04. Uh, we're going to oh, do yeah? 05 in a few weeks. Wow. <laughs> we're going to cover more 05 in a couple of weeks. Uh, we've been all over the map with TNA, but definitely uh, we covered, we've been covering all of 07 
in the pay-per-view catalog this year. And we're chugging along. But this is definitely a company that people slept on all these all those years. I mean, right now it's like uh, uh, what did Jim Cornette say? It's like a it's like a it's hidden a thing where you can go you can go com- <laughs> you can go commit a murder on it. No one would see. So there's no one yeah, watching. Right. Uh, well, it used to be really good though. But real quick, before we get into all the news and notes, time out here real quick to let you know that the main event marks is sponsored by Swift Lifestyles. They are clean energy drinks and focus enhancers, great tasting vitamins and big brain nootropics that are made and shipped from the USA. Go to SwiftLifestyles.com and use our special promo code main event marks, all one word to get 15% off your order. It's main event marks. All one word to get 15% off your order at checkout. And now that we're done telling you about other people's products, we're going to tell you about our personal products going into this break. You're going to learn where you can find a bunch of great uh, merchandise for the podcast. One of them, we have a special October themed shirt. It's uh, it's pink. It's got the breast cancer awareness ribbon on it. So if you if you want to show your support and for not only the podcast, but uh, for breast cancer awareness, definitely go pick that shirt up. Uh, shameless plug right there. And we're going to get into another shameless I, plug. I don't think that's shameless for breast cancer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, we're, we are going to get into a shameless plug right here in the break. And on the other end, it's news and notes. Follow the main event marks on Twitter and Instagram at main event underscore marks and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod. Get ready to rumble in your new main event marks merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, masks, hats, stickers, pins, and much more on our Redbubble store. That's maineventmarks.redbubble.com. You can also pick up some awesome clothing items with the latest updated show graphics on our Bonfire store. That's bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. Support your favorite retro wrestling podcast and pick up some cool swag on our Bonfire and Redbubble stores. That's maineventmarks.redbubble.com and bonfire.com slash store slash main event marks. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan McCarthy, and I'm the host of the No Credentials Required podcast. Start your work week with the Monday Drop-In, where I talk about the sports beat in the Capital District, also known as the Mighty 518, as well as Metro New York sports from an upstate point of view. I also give a life lesson from a weekly sports story, so you might learn something from that. I also have a midweek podcast where I interview different sports personalities and talk about a wide array of topics. 
Take a listen and subscribe on your preferred podcast app, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Also, check out our social media channels on Twitter and Instagram, BellyUpNCR, and Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpSportsNCR. We're a part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. No credentials required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. Real quick, we want to let you know that the main event marks is sponsored by Shocked Energy. Shocked Energy is a healthier alternative to traditional energy drinks that gives the energy that gamers need while in a long session without skimping on their health. Their products come in a powder form and you mix them into water. You can either choose from green apple or watermelon. You can also try both if you get their sample kit. Use our special link that is down in the podcast description, or you can simply go to shockedenergy.com at checkout. Use the promo code main event, all one word, to save 10% on your order. That's promo code main event, and you're going to save 10% at checkout. Do you like your coffee like you like your podcasts? Gimmick and politics free? Well, so do we here at the main event, Marks, and so do the guys and gals at Coffee Brand Coffee, where they ditch the gimmicks. You see, when you buy your coffee from other roasters, chances are that they've been sitting on the shelf for heaven knows how long. Don't rob yourself of freshness. At Coffee Brand Coffee, they roast to order, ensuring that you get the freshest coffee possible. And as Greg will tell you, that's what counts. Coffee Brand Coffee offers bagged coffee, as well as K-Cups, And for the non-coffee people, they offer a variety of teas and cocos. Just click on the link down in the podcast description or go to coffeebrandcoffee.com and use our promo code MAINEVENT, all one word, at checkout to get 5% off your order. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com and use the promo code MAINEVENT to save 5% at checkout. News and notes time. On the October 1st, 2000, roll tide. Five o'clock in Ohio. Let's go. Yep, there you go. Uh, on the October 1st, 2007 episode of WWE Raw, WWE champion John Cena suffered a completely do, 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 do. suffered a complete tear of his right pectoral muscle. The severity of the injury required surgery the very next day. With Cena expected to be out of commission for up to a year, he was forced to vacate the title by Mr. McMahon. I remember this. It was in a match against uh, Mr. Kennedy. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I mean, I obviously I watched it because I, I watched all wrestling consistently around that time. So I, I've seen it. I just I don't remember that specifically. I want to say it was just the hip toss. The one where Cena like, does a hip toss and comes down on his own ass. You know, he does that <laughs> yeah, move. Yes. And that's what did it, apparently. Wow. Weird. Some of the some of the things like the routine stuff they do, it's just like the body's like, well, this time I don't like it. Not for me, dog. So somebody else. Right. Uh, Well, was he out for a year? I forget when he actually came back. He returns at the Royal Rumble, so I don't know how the hell he comes back so quick. Oh, so that that was the time where he came back in MSG? It was. Keep in mind, Cody has the same injury as the projected, well, coincidentally, be at the Royal Rumble as well. But his happened in, was it June? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right right before Hell himself. Um. I don't know. 
I mean, just I, I don't get it. Yeah. People say that man Superman. They might be literal. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've never seen anybody ever recover from injury like John Cena. I I just don't get it. Well, SmackDown matches being discussed for WrestleMania 24 include The Undertaker versus Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship and Edge. And, uh, Wait. It, it was. Just, I'm just trying to figure out if it happens or not, because that did just happen. So a rematch? Uh, I don't know. But the other match is uh, Edge versus Rey Mysterio. The previous idea was Undertaker versus Edge, so perhaps a mindset has changed. It did mm, not. It goes, goes to be Undertaker and Edge, so. Yeah. So hashtag plans changed or didn't change only because only because Meltzer found out. Oh, yeah, well, of course. <laughs> uh, prior to his injury, WWE was considering John Cena versus Batista for WrestleMania 24. They'll have that WrestleMania 26. <laughs> yeah, he like he just mentioned and a he does, before that. Well, he does come back at the Royal Rumble. Forget WrestleMania 24. Who the hell does he take on? Is it Triple H? And or and Orton. Oh, okay. That was a triple threat, right? Well, who the hell did Batista face then? I mean, I'm Oh, was that that was that famous match with Umaga for bragging rights. Oh god. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. Did we review this WrestleMania? Because all this sounds really I familiar. I don't remember. Uh I don't That's Ric Flair's retirement WrestleMania, if that helps. But oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Okay. Okay. So then we did. Now in the archives. Yeah, now in the archives, back, uh, I think it was this past WrestleMania season. Yeah, okay, we did it uh, March 30th show this past year, WrestleMania 24. Now I remember. Because uh, I was like, man, I, I remember having to sit through that damn match. <laughs> I mean, more than once. Uh, the yeah, original... it's been uh, Batista messed up the Batista bomb worse than the Elite did on Luchasaurus. <laughs> Good uh, man. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see that one, so... You don't want to, or maybe you do. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> they try to well, shield bomb and Kenny Omega falls on his ass. And just, it's a mess. It's a mess. Wow. Yeah. Leave it, leave it to the, uh, to the originals, man. Uh, did they consult John Moxley beforehand on how to do that? Properly? You would think that's yeah, like, Hey, uh, how do you guys do but this? Moxley every night? And, uh, and, and, and Rollins are rather bigger dudes and the bucks are just twigs. So, you know, there's a difference. Yeah, well, who was doing the power bombing? Omega. Okay, well, he, he should have been able to hurt his ass up there. I, you would think. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> whatever. Uh, the original plan for the return of Chris Jericho included subliminally planted signs in the crowd to kick off the campaign. Don't remember if they did that. Okay. Uh, th- that one I don't remember being a facet of it. But which return was this? Was this the? This is the. Two two two, I believe. Was this when he came out? He Wait, was it breaker? Was it this? I know he returns after Survivor Series starts a few with Orton. I think it's two two two. Okay. Uh, was that the one where he was playing the, the fact promos? That, the fact for... that there's a list for, for no pun intended for returns <laughs> of Jericho. That's wow. The returns of Jericho. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is two two two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, don't hold me to that, please. I, I... Uh, no, he comes back. Okay, no. He, after a two-year hiatus, uh, Chris Jericho return or, or his return started on the September 24th, 2000 episode of, uh, of Raw. 
with a viral marketing campaign using a series of 15 second cryptic binary code videos similar to the matrix yeah. digital rain so that was yeah so oh, wait, it came back it wasn't two, two. whatever it is it turns into y2j because there's a two in there it's just... right this is this is when he first started doing the code breaker gimmick um because and he comes back with a short hair he's wearing the binary code on his like the reigning binary code on his tights this is right before he switched to uh to trunks so yeah uh i was i i, I couldn't remember there have been so damn many but there this is odd uh there will be a future episode of family feud featuring wwe superstars which was taped in August. The format of the show is men versus women and will include MVP, Booker T, Batista, John Cena, and Mr. Kennedy. 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 Uh, against Candice Michelle, Layla, Maria, Michelle McCool, and Charmel. That's an all the way live team. Yeah. That's a, uh, well, yeah, the women aren't bad either. <laughs> that's a, okay then. Uh, oh, here's I should have put this as the top story, but, you know, I, I effed up. Uh, former Spirit Squad member Johnny Jeter is headed to ECW. <laughs> He's headed to ECW as or as a regular. Uh, I don't think that happens. If he does, I don't remember it. And for anyone who may be confused, this is the WWE ECW. So, right. I'll make that clear. Johnny Jeter uh, was like. I, I know they used him a lot in OVW, and he Which was, one was like, he again. Oh, he didn't really do much of anything. You'd have to look him up. He's just Johnny. Oh, I don't know. But <laughs> he was. That was the, really just a joke. I mean, they're all the same, except for yeah, Dolph. I guess. How dare you? Like Mondo went on to do things. I don't know. And then yeah, there was, was in uh, was he in Scum? Uh, I don't remember. I know he did this gimmick for or a while. Or beat the hell out of him. One of the two. I think it was. I think that was the one. Uh, I, he did this gimmick for a while where he would like step up on the on the bottom rope and then step over the top rope to get in the ring. And he would like puff his chest out and walk around. It was weird. I don't and know then, why, but I can see you doing that. Oh f off! <laughs> uh, and then there was uh, there there was Ken Kenny Dykstra. I mean, come on. I believe as of now, don't quote me on this. He still, he works with WWE again. At least he was on there a couple weeks ago, breaking up a fight. So. Wow. Well, I, Hey, good for him. He's employed. Yeah. But who's who of like undercard guys being there. Guys now like him and Peter <laughs> Williams and Davari, the real Davari, not that horrible one. on uh, is it AEW or impact out one of the two. Uh, I, I want to say, yeah, he's in AEW. What the hell is it? this one is Sean Davari. Or whatever. I, I can't remember the, his brother's name, though. Ari. Ar- Aria? Aria. Or, or, yeah, Aria Devari. Yeah. Was in well, 2K22, and, by the way. Random as hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and who could forget the other member of the Spirit Squad? Uh, Mitch, who couldn't wrestle. He was on Tough Enough. And he, like, he would, like, sit on the, the floor and, like, scoot his ass like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I still laugh when I think I heard. I think I heard the Miz and uh, Elijah Burke were supposed to be a part of that group. Yes, <laughs> I'm like, man, the Miz dodged. sidestepped that landmine or what? And dodged the bullet. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler's like, oh, God, 
Like, well, I guess it's got to pay them dues, man. You have that real world credit. Yeah, right. And he uh, (laughs) he was just coming off being a caddy, too. (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, Hey, speaking of one of the guys you just mentioned, uh, speaking of ECW regulars, uh, Elijah Burke missed the Springfield, Illinois house show because he drove to Springfield, Missouri. Holy crap. (laughs) Literally the next state over. Uh, (laughs) As a result, Burke was not paid for his no show. I would imagine uh, so. I'm so glad they clarified that. Yeah. Uh, like, remember that scene? And we got we to gotta get one of these in, so I'm going to do it now. Remember that scene in Tommy Boy where he talks to the guy? Because he got, an, oh, he got a two-night delivery to, what was it, somewhere in Ohio? Yeah. He goes, you see these two little letters right here? Those are abbreviation for a state. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, how do you how do you mess that up? Like you hear Springfield and you're just and you're like, no, hold on. Be very fair. I feel like every city has a Springfield. Yeah, every that's like in the running joke on the Simpsons. But that's the point. Every state has a Springfield. So why do you not effing again? So again, I go back to you. See these two little letters, (laughs) right? It's like, do they not give you a booking sheet or something? (laughs) Like, good lord. That just sounds like so dumb. To be fair, also, this is before you had an iPhone or an Android. You can just type in the address, the physical address on your phone, drive there. I'm, but I'm sure he had I'm a GPS in the car, sense, though. He yeah, probably right. had a Garmin or something. You know, kind of had to at that point. But my and, and my thing is, like, what did he pull up to the arena? It was like, he, he like calls somebody up. He's like, yo, where are you guys at? I'm, I guess I'm early. <laughs> uh. This uh, this one isn't anything that we know about, but it, it can kind of dovetail into a different discussion. Uh, the Great Kali is scheduled to appear in an Indian-based movie called Rama the Savior, a children's film that will be shot in Thailand. The Great Kali says... <laughs> wow. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> say that. Don't at me. <laughs> it's not even his accent. It's the... It's just like his voice. I can't understand. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's the same thing with Andre. I couldn't understand a damn thing he was saying half the times. Like, I felt like he had to be subtitled. But, yeah, kind of like Don Vito on Viva La Bam. <laughs> <laughs> <Good> Lord, right. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, this, the great Kali, like, I don't, I don't think he had any business being in the wrestling ring. He sucked, but I don't care how big he was. But it wasn't that he was big or that he sucked. It's just like people in India loved him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like a freaking god over there. I don't get it. But he, he was a he was a big deal. I, I, like in India, obviously, as you mentioned, and he he did a few movies. I mean, he was in The Longest Yard. He was in uh, uh, Get Smart. And I'm sure he was in a few other things. And I told you the other day, uh, speaking of. Indian athletes that, uh, well, Canadian Indian, I guess, that uh, are actors. I had no idea that Jinder Mahal was an actor <laughs> on the side. I had messaged you the other day. You'd, I, I don't follow him on Twitter, but I guess you do. And you'd said uh, he tweets about that show Big Sky that he's on or yeah. was on. Spoilers, <laughs> but it was on. Uh, but anybody that hasn't seen that yet, it's on Hulu. Go check it out. Uh, he's in season two. But anyway, 
this is what I was talking about. It's this is only vaguely related to wrestling because of who the subject is related to. But you might remember this because it was big news back in 2007. The passenger who was in Hulk Hogan's son, Nick Hogan's Toyota Supra was the uh, or when the two had an accident remains on life support. And according to new court documents, he will likely spend the remainder of his life in a nursing home. I remember that was horrible. Yeah. Well, I it doesn't give much details about like um, or many details about like what what caused the wreck or anything like that. But I guess John Graziano, the former United States Marine, was reportedly not wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash, which is why he ended up with the majority of the injuries. Nick was released the day after the hospital uh, from the hospital with a broken hand and some other injuries. But Graziano is still in the hospital listed in critical condition. While technically he's not brain dead, his symptoms aren't encouraging. According to his doctor, the most that Graziano can do if the condition improves is that he will open his eyes on and off. Damn. Yeah, I guess he had to have surgery. Like they had to like open up his skull to relieve some of the brain swelling and whatever. It's just, man, he was bad off. Wear your seatbelt, people. Like, I, I don't know who needs to hear that, but Put on your damn seatbelt. Apparently more people than you think. I guess so. I always get mad at, like, I if I'm driving, I will not take off until I make sure everybody in the vehicle has their seatbelt on. And if they try to take it off, I yell at them. Oh, you. I just, I just, I, I don't want to be responsible for, like, if anything happens, you know, heaven forbid, I don't want to be, you know, have that on my conscience that somebody in the car, you know, got effed up like that. Uh, earlier in the yeah, week, yeah, well, I mean, I believe they were speeding at a very high level too. To be fair, so. yeah, because that that always goes well too. You know, so it killed Paul Walker, man. Like, ironically yeah, I was, enough, I was just about to say, it's like, oh, ask Paul Walker and his buddy. That that was horrible. I couldn't freaking believe that. And an ironic way to die too. Like horrible, obviously. Uh, not 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 funny. Ironic, just ironic and horrible. He was a good actor, man. I I liked I I obviously I like I, you know I don't really care about the Fast and Furious franchise, but I've seen him in other things. He was a he was a good actor, so I don't know. But earlier in the week in Tokyo, Japan, you know, so this has uh, Dave Meltzer's attention. Hi, Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi beat Yuji Nagata with the High Fly Flow to become the forty seventh IWGP World Heavyweight Champion before a reported seventy eight hundred fans. Oh man, Tanahashi and the IWGP title go together like uh, like lamb and tuna fish. Lamb and tuna fish? Maybe you like spaghetti and meatball? <laughs> well, yeah, considering you're in America, if you don't like that, get the hell out. <laughs> oh man. That's two I, movies. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We, we get our Sandler Farley references in on the show. <laughs> I don't know when they became the unofficial uh, movies of the show, but I'm not complaining at all. Yeah, they just offer up so so many quotable lines. So, <laughs> uh, this one, getting into the TNA stuff here, this was an unfortunate story around this time. On September 28th, Kurt Angle was charged with DUI. Moon Township Police. I don't know where Moon Township what were is. You just talking about with driving. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, first, wear your seatbelt. Second, don't drink or do drugs before you operate a vehicle. How about that? I don't do uh, drugs at all. 
Well, yeah, yeah of course. But <laughs> uh, I mean that. Yeah, just don't do drugs, but uh, <laughs> definitely don't do them before uh, you know operating a vehicle. Uh, it's you know bring back dare, man. <laughs> All right. Hippie grass is okay. Whatever. Just you know, I'll do the hard stuff. Yeah, the the uh, the Horatian oregano, <laughs> or, or the, the the Haitian oregano. Excuse me. The Moon Township police said that they pulled over a white Cadillac that n- nearly struck a vehicle in a restaurant parking lot. The driver heard it. I, I remember this because I saw it on local news. Believe it or not, it was weird. Like, wow, TNA is getting a local is- news mention. Yeah. yeah, where the hell's Moon Township? I don't remember. I just saw Kurt Angle and drunk driving. That's all I remember. Yeah, now, now I'm freaking curious. Uh, I mean, I guess it could be anywhere. Um, Township, probably somewhere in Pennsylvania. They're loaded with them. Wow. <laughs> it is Pennsylvania. I had a feeling. <laughs> uh, there you go. But anyway, uh, the driver, Kurt Angle, told police that he had been at the restaurant and was driving home. He failed the sobriety test but refused a blood test. He was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol or, or a... Okay, sorry, real quick. Why, if you failed the, uh, the, alcohol, uh, the, the breathalyzer test, what's mm. the difference if you, if you deny a, a blood test? You've already failed. You're in trouble. Well, they said he failed the sobriety test. Like, I'm assuming they did like the field sobriety test like without the breathalyzer or whatever, but it's like... Okay, but even then, it's like, okay, so you're going down for DUI. It's like, you want to prove... like. I guess at that point, if if he failed that test and they're like, uh, do you, do you want to contest it with a blood sample or something? He's like, nah, I'm drunk. <laughs> but he was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol or a controlled substance and careless driving. Ooh, careless driving. Well, I bet that holds some jail time there. Okay, real quick. What's the difference between careless and reckless? Like, because maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. I that's what I'm, I'm going to go with it's the same thing. I have no idea. Uh, speaking of careless, though, TNA is touting via their website that Bubba the Love Sponge might be attending an upcoming taping of Impact. Holy God. I didn't think he came in until Hogan was there. But oh, he definitely apparently- doesn't do anything. I mean, attending a paper doesn't mean much, but right. to my knowledge, he never does anything until Hogan's there. Yeah, unfortunately, he does something ever. Ugh, God, what is it with Russo and DJs? I'm well, I can't fully blame it on him. It's uh, on Hogan, too. Mankell but... was at least good um, uh, promotion. That was just a jackass. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, didn't, didn't Awesome Kong deck him or threaten to deck him? No, she did deck him. And then I believe Eric Bischoff bought her a huge steak dinner for it. Uh, hey, uh, that is not a, a hold, joke. Somebody get a hold of Eze <laughs> and confirm this for us. He said it. It's on his podcast. Right. Yeah, he said he he bought Awesome Kong a big steak dinner and he wanted to buy her a car. He loved her so much for doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know he wanted to do it, but I think uh, he wasn't going to do it out of respect for Hulk. Right. But uh, uh, this story. Well, we don't have any death on this podcast, but we do have some adult activities. Uh, and I'm not just talking about the substance abuse from earlier. Oh, the whole Martin. theme of this show is TNA. So I well, and that's the theme of this next story. Uh, Shelly Martinez, formerly Ariel in ECW, will be shooting an adult film in Los Angeles through Platinum Jewel, a porn company owned by Jewel Denial. 
Uh, Martinez is scheduled to work TNA's Bound for Glory pay-per-view this Sunday. And she does. So they had not one, but two instances where they have someone on their pay-per-view that had just shot a porn film. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. I'm going to assume they knew about this one because she didn't exactly keep it quiet. But So why yeah. would they still let her on there? I guess at the time they didn't care. I don't know. In their defense, like, because the China incident was after like Bruce Pritchard was there and they got new management, whatever. And they were trying to clean up. So it's the only thing I can think of. Uh, well, pl- plus the other thing was, I, mean, well, I don't give a damn what someone does with their personal. Life. I just thought they had standards and they didn't want porn stars on their show, but well, I, plus, I, I think Bruce's major, th- uh, major issue with it, with it was, uh, that China lied about it. Whereas Shelly's like, yeah, I'm doing porn. So there you go. Uh, he's, he said that was what bothered him the most, that she lied about it. Because she's like, oh, no, no, I'm not doing it. And he's like, it's right there. Like, <laughs> it's not hidden. Oh, uh, you're seeing things. Yeah. Well, those aren't my breasts. What are you? Uh, no. Well, they probably weren't, to be fair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, this one. You know, I, talk, I I used this one too too soon about this should have been the top story. Uh, it's been rumored <laughs> that TNA is now interested in Joey Mercury. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, fresh off uh, shattering his face a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, man, who should we pick up from WWE's leftovers? I know. Joey Mercury. You know, the other member of Eminem. I tend to forget that TNA did this stupid crap before AEW. <laughs> TNA was... Anybody like, with the WWE smell, just go get them. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> I can't say that all of uh, AEW's pickups from WWE were have been good. I mean, we just mentioned they have Ari at Avari. Uh, but, man, TNA, like, they picked up a couple good ones. But most of them was like, you remember this guy from WWE, right? It's like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I keep going back to this. I know I've used it a few times that they're like, oh, you know, we have standards here. We don't want people thinking that, you know, we just go for WWE cast-offs. By the way, here's uh, Ezekiel Jackson. What was his name? Reich, Riker? Reichlon, Reichlon, Reichlon Stevens. That sounds like a horrible made-up name. <laughs> yep. How are you gonna, okay, first of all, Reichlon sounds kind of cool, but then Stevens? I'm like, that just sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, I, right. Reichlon, I might have bought that. Okay, cool. But what Stevens? was he needed? Was he going <laughs> to pop a rating? Well, he was the last ever ECW champion. That's historic. Sure. Hey, they had both, if this makes sense. Had both last ECW champions on the roster. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> Again, if that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> uh, last story I got here: Midway Home Entertainment announced that the world premiere of the TNA Impact video game will be taking place in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Bound for Glory Interaction event. The game will be released in spring of 2008 for Xbox 360, PS2, PS3, and Nintendo Wii. Yeah. What a catastrophe it was. That game was something. Hey, man, we got suicide it, out of it. It had uh, action. Yeah. It made you want to commit suicide after playing it. Oh, my uh, gosh. It had the ultimate X, and that was pretty cool. I'll give him that, but. Eh, it was not good. Uh, no, it was. <laughs> uh, uh, I, and I'm again, I'm not like beating on things here, but like we're about to approach 
another new video game wrestling that's not WWE. Why am I to believe it's going to go differently than that? And if I recall, Midway didn't exactly make, you know, awesome games. They made Mortal Kombat, and that was it. They made Mortal Kombat? Wow. Well, they started it. I think WB owns it now, but Midway did it, Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, I just remember when they used to make uh, like sports games and stuff, and they were always. I was always like, like I'd rent them and test them out, whatever. I'm like, why am I playing this when I could be playing like Madden? I don't know. It, the the TNA game was. Uh, let's just say it left a lot to be desired. <laughs> cool I concept. feel like if they had worked on it for a, lo- a lot longer, and they would have been able to pull something out of it. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, that does it for the news and notes. You ready to get into uh, Bound for Glory? I actually am, believe it or not. All right, well, then we're going to get into it right after this break right here. Follow the Main Event Marks at Facebook.com forward slash Main Event Marks pod, on Twitter at Main Event underscore Marks, and on Instagram at Main Event underscore Marks, and at Main Event Collector. By God, somebody's interrupting the Main Event Marks. Sit down, JR. It's just me. Kyle Sullivan, a.k.a. Shaggy Von Doom, your host of Here in Puckburg on the Hockey Podcast Network. I know, a hockey show on the main event marks. Who would have thought? This is an invasion angle. Somewhere between the Nexus and when WCW tried to invade WWE, you know, somewhere in there. But I'm over here just telling you that one half of your tag team champions over here, Greg... He told his story of his love for the game of hockey over on my show. And if you'd like to hear that story, all you have to do is search here in Puckburg, wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube. In the meantime, Shagamania has got to go run wild on some other hockey show. So just remember, quote the Raven, nevermore. Take your vitamins, say your prayers, and oh yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hey gang, it's Commissioner Cooper of TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people. Expert fantasy advice, free contests, leading expert medical and legal analysis, and most importantly, you. Interact with us on all social media platforms or check us out at tssfantasy.com. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Check out the fun today and be a part of the most interactive fantasy show around. TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. The 
Main Event Marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. We're back. It's TNA Bound for Glory 2007. It took place on October 14th, 2007. The tagline was redemption. That was it. Just redemption. Uh, so I guess it, it makes sense for a few matches, I suppose. But the venue was the Arena at Gwinnett Center in Duluth, Georgia. Uh, yep, you got to look on a map for this one, folks. Yeah. So apparently this is a suburb of Atlanta. TNA always did this. They were like, yeah, we're uh, two towns over from, you know, the big city. <laughs> we're, in, we're in the little broom yeah. closet. I feel like WCW may have done this, too. WCW usually went to, like, the secondary arena in the market. TNA would go to, like, the third, like, third or fourth down the line. They're like, how many can this hold? 2,000? We'll take it. But this well, one. If you actually, hold 2,000 and sell 2,000, you can call it a sellout and look good, so. That's true. Well, this one held 4,000. And I don't know about you, Greg, but when they were showing shots of this place, it looked like a slightly bigger soundstage. Yeah, I, I caught that. It looked like garbage. Well, uh, it, it, it looked like it had been kept up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, f- I feel like ECW ran bigger arenas than this at times. I, I've literally been to like, churches that were bigger than this. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it didn't look great. But the pay-per-view buy rate for this was between thirty-five to forty thousand buys. Jokes on us! This was actually one of their higher-selling pay-per-views ever. So I bought it. I I, I I watched it. I don't know if I bought it. I can't remember. <laughs> but we do get an epic uh, show opening video with Epic TNA voice guy. Uh, R.I.P. By the way, yeah. That's before we come into the arena and they light off all the promo in the arena. Uh, trying to trying to make Cody jealous before uh, before that happened. So pyro. Yeah, right. Pretty sure you said light off all the promo. I, I can't <laughs> read today. So it's that public school education, folks. <laughs> but the first match, we get Triple X of Senshi and Elix Skipper taking on LAX of Homicide and Hernandez. It is, a it is a tag team ultimate X match that goes about 12 minutes. In the end, Hernandez border tosses Skipper over the top rope onto Senshi and Homicide before crawling over the cables and grabbing the X for the win. And by the way, the winner of this is the number one contenders for the tag titles. So there you go. Uncle Dave gave this three and three quarter stars. I gave it three and a half. What say you? I gave it three. I liked it. I love both these teams. Yeah, this was great. And people don't know when I talk about the real LAX, this is the one. As much exactly. as I like trying powerful, that's the fake LAX. Sorry, it is. Right. Yeah, they're just uh, Santana and Ortiz to me. I don't call them LAX. So I I didn't like the fact that they reused the name for them. Although. Lazy, uh, wait, hold on. What's uh, Cornet say? Lazy booking. Yeah. Let's throw the old LAX name on there. Any uh, any Mexican or Cuban or Puerto Rican guy give me LAX, so whatever. I, I will say I will say that LA, until they got until they settled on Hernandez, uh, there was like interchangeable Hispanics for a while. So yeah, Machete and uh, Anarchia, Anarchia. Yeah. 
So uh, Apollo started off there. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So interchangeable Hispanics, pretty sure, man. Pretty sure if he hadn't passed away, Hector Garza would have been a part of it because that was one of Conan's good friends. So. Oh Lord, yeah. So, and the thing is, like, there Hernandez was the only like by heritage, not by birth, but he was the only like Mexican in the group because Conan was Cuban, Apollo, Anarchia. Uh, I think they were Puerto Rican or no Anarchia was Dominican or something like that. And I think, yeah. And homicide, I think it's Puerto Rican. Okay. Two things. Number one, it is Latin American exchange. So, you know, they're not saying Mexicans. Right. And number two, you said they were, so what are they now? All white guys now or what? Well, or whatever, you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm just being a smart ass. And pride and powerful (laughs) is, uh, they're, they're both Puerto Rican. So, no, I just, I just always like when people say, "Oh, you know, they're they just throw any random." I was like, "Well, they are Latin, though. They didn't say Mexican." Right. So right, but yeah. the funny thing is, then they they had that freaking border wall up there in their entryway, I'm which like, is total uh, Mex, which is a total thing at Mexico, right? So yeah, that right. One kind of throws you off a little bit. So, and I guess if you want to count he- uh, Hector Guerrero as a part of LAX at one point, he was well, see, uh, now going back to my point. They needed an actual Mexican. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's Mexican by and my, uh, heritage. And my dad had just died, so he couldn't be it. So they had to go back. <laughs> wow, good lord. Uh, what about uh, what about Shelly Martinez? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna assume Mexican. I don't know. I think she's Mexican because she wears like she's done the Day of the Dead stuff, whatever. And that's I think that's only a Mexican. That thing. is a heavy Mexican heritage thing. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna assume she's Mexican by heritage. I learned that from Coco. If you haven't seen that movie on Disney Plus, go watch it. It's flipping amazing. That, that's that's got to be on my October watch list. That's one of my all-time favorite Pixar films. It's just so good. We now go to footage from earlier in the day of Kurt Angle, Karen Angle, and Kevin Nash all arriving at the building separately. This goes on all <laughs> effing night, by the way. They really want you to know uh, about he's he's in the main event. Oh, man. <laughs> And there's, oh yeah, there's a, there's trouble to brewing. Uh, like I get it. It's your top angle, but for God's sake. Didn't we just go through this? Yes. At hard justice. More. Uh, we went John like Cena's last... cousin ended up being like the fake date, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the last three pay-per-views we've God, had. I didn't even piece this. that together. Mm-hmm. I've done this multiple times this year. And that <laughs> We're October talking two months apart it's even worse right oh, i never even thought of that well backstage crystal is standing by with christian cage aj styles and tomco <laughs> right I don't, I don't know who the hell she is but yeah. uh I, I i miss letitia like she was all the way live too but crystal if you're gonna sub, sub her out crystal is uh crystal's a good replacement but when asked, uh, when she asks AJ Styles and Tomko about their tag title match tonight, Christian takes the mic to complain that he's not being the number one contender for the TNA World Title. We finally, or when he finally walks away, AJ gushes about wrestling in his home state tonight. Tomko says that the ring is his world, and uh, I didn't finish my notes. <laughs> I must have got distracted. It was that bad, huh? Oh man! <laughs> uh, I think he said something about he's going to end. The, the joke of Pac-Man. Uh, I think Pac-Man that sounds like tonight. what he said, yeah. To be fair, I don't take notes on exactly what they say in the promos unless it's meaningful, so I don't think it meant anything. But yeah. we're good. He, he didn't cut a bad promo, but his voice was like, 
He always sounded raspy. I, like was, I, I feel like he smoked cigars heavily. Because it wasn't like a yeah. cigarette raspy, but it was deep enough to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the old, uh, everybody always has the, the Harley Race voice. Yep. He, he said he would sit back in the, in the locker room and smoke cigars. And uh, You know uh, who Wolfman Jack is? You ever heard of him? Yes. Yeah, yeah yep. just like that. Just like that. Yeah, uh, I I liked uh, everybody's everybody says has the same story about Harley, so it's it's got to be true. They said he would sit back and a new guy he would be facing would come in the locker room. He'd be like, "What's your finish?" And they'd tell him, and he'd take a big drag of his uh, of his cigarette or his cigar, and he'd be like, "I'll move." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it's almost like the Scott Hall thing where he's like, "Hey, uh, nice finish you got there. I can't wait to kick out of it." <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hall was a d bag, but uh, God love him. <laughs> he was a funny a hole. So there's show me, you know, show me the wrestler who's not an a hole though, and I'll show you a liar. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but this next match is the fight for the right, which means I guess would you get a number one contender uh, shot? I, I can't remember what the hell the stipulation was. Uh, you're n- number one contender for the world title, is it? I think or, so. Did they clarify? I don't think they clarified something or no, 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 no. I know what it is. I'm my bad. It was so uh, it's for a tournament, bro. Uh, you which is usually like, what they do to build up to this pay-per-view, which is why it threw me off. Right. But they're going to have a tournament after this show. And the, and this, the winner of this gets like the, the first seed. So I think they get a buy in the tournament. I, I don't know. Ugh, God, I mean, that it's, makes it's all... sense. I gotta give him that. First seed usually no. gets a buy. That's how it is in the NFL. Well, something that doesn't make sense. We'll get into this. It is Jimmy Rave versus Lance Hoyt, Havoc, Shark Boy, Petey Williams, Kaz, Chris Saban, Alex Shelley, Sanjay Dutt, BG James, Kip James, James Storm, Eric Young, Robert, Chris Harris, and Junior Fatu, aka Rakishi. But he his now his belt says Bootylicious instead of Rikishi. Uh, this one goes eleven minutes fifty one seconds. Real quick, can we give TJ some credit for getting that all out in one breath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but this is the infamous. There are three matches here, by the way, technically, because this is the infamous reverse uh, battle royal that then turns into a regular battle royal once the sixteen people are in the ring. Morons were literally walking around the ring so they weren't is, supposed to get in yet. This is the biggest gripe every critic, had, rightfully so, has with this match. He's like, are you telling me you just couldn't get in the ring? That's like yeah. having a fight with someone in your front yard and not being able to walk through your front door. I'm like, I'm going to... Really? <laughs> yep. Well, there's uh, literally footage of... I think Sanjay Dutt getting on the apron and then acting like he slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> and, and Lance Hoyt, I think, I think I saw Lance Hoyt at one point literally walking around the ring looking for someone to hit because he wasn't supposed to get in yet. And if anybody in this match, by the way, I could buy, screw this, I'm just getting in. It would be him. But yeah, nope. right? <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows freaking... this, but he's a rather large man. I could totally buy him saying, screw all of you. I'm just getting in. And I wouldn't bat an eye, but <laughs> whatever. Well, I like how, this... by the way, 
he he's getting in like three times if you remember he like yeah. put his hand on the top rope because you know he's a big dude so he always does like the whole mash thing where he grabs the top rope from the outside and pulls himself up but then for some reason he just couldn't get himself up giggity and he just didn't get in if you can't slide into the ring you don't deserve to be a wrestler all right you just said sanjay dutt had to get on the apron sanjay dutt the smallest man in this match maybe besides jimmy rave couldn't just slide in I was laughing yep. so damn hard because I didn't realize the, atroc- the atrociousness of this until I think it was Bruce Pritchard talked about it. He said, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, J- Jim, <laughs> Jim Cornette, I think, breaks this damn thing down. And uh, Brian it Alvarez had Cornette, a... actually. Now I think about it, you're right. Because he was uh, there. Yeah. Brian Alvarez breaks down this match in a hilarious fashion as well. He was the one that pointed out the Sanjay Dutt thing that I missed at first. I'm like, my gosh. Like, why were they fighting? Why didn't they all just go to slide in? I would be able to buy this a little bit more if they were all trying to slide in right at right at like Jump Street. Ding, ding, ding. Here they all go. No. Yeah. The bell rings. They all take each other. <laughs> uh, also, another thing that threw me off about this. I know they were saving time, but they they didn't play anybody's music, by the way. They would just walk out to generic music one by one while they get announced. The tag teams were announced as a single unit coming out. Yeah. Why? I, that one threw me off. Uh, I was like... Reasons. Well, either way, it all comes down to Robert Roode and Eric Young, and then we get a match, which is that first fall to a finish. Right. <laughs> so we technically got three matches. The reverse battle royal, the regular battle royal, and then this. You keep saying technically. There's no technicality about it, dude. Well, yeah, that's true. They did ring the bell like three damn times. So, uh, And then Eric Young quickly wins with a small package pin because this was scheduled to go less than 12 minutes. Uncle Dave gave it two and a quarter stars. I gave it a oh star God. and a half. I gave it a star and a half. Let's say you. I gave it a star. Dude, this is like bad. I've, I've, I've often said I could. I'm a fan of the King of the Mountain match. And then people give that crap, too. I think it's a nice mm-hmm. concept. It's okay, I like Ultimate yeah. X as well. I don't understand why this, this was even put on TV. I get who thought of it. I get why that idiot thought this was a good idea. I don't get why it was uh, greenlit to go on TV. Because he didn't have a filter. He had nobody there to tell him no. Just like in WCW. Well, I'm just saying somebody said, okay, we'll put this on our show. I mean, I assume it's Dixie Carter. But I don't think Dixie really paid attention. She just let, she unleashed Vince Russo, that is, for anybody out there who doesn't know. Last name uh, pronouns. Oh. God uh, dang it, pal. Surnames, pal. There it is. Um, it's better. But, <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I just... It, eh, God. She unleashed him and was like, let it go. And then like Cornette talked about it. He said, the main reason I was hired was to explain his bullcrap. Uh, and I believe it. Because he tried. God bless him, he tried. But... Either way, speaking of explaining stuff. Also, this match did nothing for this show. This is supposed no. to be your uh, your WrestleMania Super Bowl, whatever. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but Mike Tenney hammers at home six times. This is our Super Bowl Final Four uh, 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 National Championship, all rolled into one. Um, and then yeah. you present this match on that. Right. Okay. Why was this not on Impact? Like, this should have Why been on Impact. on Impact. And then the final two was on this show. 
I would yeah. buy that. I could. Okay, right. fine. I can buy that. I mean, Eric, yep. no, I'm never going to complain about an Eric Young and a Robert Rude. That may sound weird, but I think they're both really talented. I'm not going to complain about that match. So, yep. Whatever. But back. So I know Eric Young is criminally underrated. I'm just going to point that out. Looks like he's uh, heating stuff up with Deaner again. Yeah, he is. Oh, there's that. Speaking of, by the way, I hope Joe Doring gets well soon, man. He has brain cancer, and that's terrible. Yeah, I know. Terrible as hell, man. Yep. But the good news is he's already beaten it once, so that gives me some hope. Yeah, right. Like the hope that it just he beat uh, it once. Away. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he, well, he seems like a tough SOB, so. Look at him. Yeah, right. Good old boy. This kind of guy that will kill you for looking at his beer wrong. <laughs> well, backstage, Crystal interviews Ron the Truth Killings and Pac-Man Jones. Ron goes on about how they're <laughs> ready for tonight in Hotlanta. And he also says that tonight will be the debut of Consequences Creed as the new member of Team Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man actually <laughs> gives a good promo, I thought. Uh, he's not going to wrestle. He gave a good promo, I thought. Uh, but right when Crystal is wrapping things up, we hear a commotion, and the camera goes to find Kurt and Karen Angle yelling at each other. Karen says that Kurt made tonight's match personal by dragging their family into it. Kurt blames it all on Karen and says that he doesn't need this right now and storms off. Yeah. I bet Karen wants to see the manager. <laughs> but, you know, that's just a hunch. <laughs> But up next, we get Team Pac-Man of Ron the Truth Killings and Consequences Creed. Get it? Truth and Consequences? <laughs> uh, Cactus Jack got a good laugh. Yeah, right. Uh, They're with Pac-Man Jones in their corner. They're defending the tag team titles against Tom Coe and AJ Styles. This goes just shy of nine minutes. And for so, people who don't know, Consequences Creed is the current Xavier Woods. Right. And right here, he was trying to be Apollo Creed Jr. <laughs> he loves Apollo Creed and uh, and Power Rangers, man. So, boom, there you go. And My Little Pony. <laughs> so there you go. But he uh, is uh, how do the kids say uh, low key? Right? He is low key one of my absolute favorite wrestlers on the planet. Just love everything about him. Yeah, he he is a just fantastic. I will say this: he is a nerd. Yeah, I've, I've often said, if there's one wrestler I can hang out with and be friends with, he'd be the one. Yeah, just everything he likes: like video games, Power Rangers, Marvel, sports, everything. Or, yeah, everything. Just, just yeah. <laughs> right. We'd be best friends. <laughs> Seems like a cool dude. Uh, but uh, obviously, Creed is standing in for Pac-Man because Pac-Man can't effing wrestle. And TNA backed themselves into a damn corner by making him their tag team champion. Real quick, when you say he can't wrestle, what do you mean? Because <laughs> for, for people that there's, don't a, know, there's a couple of ways you can mean that. Yeah, for people that don't know, <laughs> they signed him to a contract because he, he's suspended from the NFL right now. And in his contract, <laughs> right? I hope it Pac Man Jones. No, never. He's never been in trouble in his life. Or excuse me, he's never been in trouble this week. Uh, but anyway, he he had a contract from the NFL stating he cannot get physical in any way, shape, or form. So like he cannot wrestle or or hit. He can't hit anybody, and nobody can hit him. 
So he can't yeah. even go in and hit somebody with a wrestling move. But they signed him anyway and made him a tag team champion instead of, you know, well, just having to be It was for the ESPN coverage. You know that. Come on. Yeah, but it's like, why don't you just have him be a personality outside of the ring? Like, that seems like the obvious thing to do. But no, put a belt on him. Bro, Whatever. give me a champion who's a wrestle, bro. The only championship he'll ever have. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, remind me, by the way, was he on the Bengals or your Browns? I forget. Uh, he ain't on the Browns. I I don't think he's... No, in... no Wait, was what? he? I know he's played more. Oh, he was on no, one of the Ohio teams. Was it he, a... was, he was a Bengal. Okay. I, I remember because I used to have to cover his having antics while I was a reporter down in Cincinnati. So... Uh, that was in what has Pac-Man done stupid news. Yeah, right. I was like, uh, what's new now? In the end, uh, Pac-Man throws money in the ring to distract the referee. That was something. Uh, but that only hurts his team. His killings. <sighs> Why? Eat the Why does the ref get distracted from throwing money? He's like, whoa, where'd that come from? <laughs> By the way, uh, somebody I didn't I had no idea about this story at the time, but apparently the thing one of the things he was in trouble for around this time was he was, quote, making it rain at a strip club and got people trampled. So this was people were like, "Eh, it's kind of in bad taste that TNA keeps doing that. And it's like, dude, I had no clue. But that, uh, yeah, looking back on it, that's pretty effed up. Don't hold me to this, but I think he came up with the whole making it rain gimmick that you probably see places yeah. now. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Well, that that'd be like if he got like uh, he got in trouble for DUI, and then they had him drive a car to the ring every night. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what the f? Uh, uh, that'll be Jeff Hardy's next gimmick. Anyway, moving on. Um, I'm surprised it's not Kurt Angle's gimmick right here. But anyways, <laughs> my God. Uh, but uh, I can always outdo you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, one of us is always trying to one up the other with that crap, and we're both going to hell no matter what. So, okay. yep. But Killings eats the magic killer and takes the loss as we have new tag team champions. I wish I, for one, am kind of shocked that Ron Killings ate the pin here. But uh, Uncle Dave gave this thing three and a quarter stars. I gave it two and a Good half. Good lord. <laughs> I give it two and a half for average. What say you? I, I, I give it two. It was not bad. No, it didn't suck. But uh-huh. three, three and a quarter. Like, what are you watching, man? <sighs> I will say on the next match, Uncle Dave and I are dead on balls on the money on that one. So, but before yeah, we, we know get, this. I'm curious now. So, okay. Yeah, but backstage, Jeremy Borash is talking with Karen Angle about Kurt's match tonight. She says there's no way he's losing. She then sees Kevin Nash seemingly giving a therapy session to Angel Williams, the future Angelina Love. Uh, Karen kicks live. Oh, you ain't kidding. Uh, Karen kicks her out of the locker room and tries to convince Nash to talk to Kurt and encourage him. Karen says that if Kurt loses tonight, they both lose their meal ticket, and she knows that Kevin can't wrestle again. Yeah, about that. <laughs> uh, Nash finally agrees to go talk to Kurt. By the way, how many years? It's like um, three, four years, maybe maybe more before the whole uh, him and CM Punk thing. 2011, I want to say. Okay, yeah, because I know he's there in 2010 when Hogan shows up, uh, but I can't remember because he's doing the band. I can't remember when he left. 
This next match is a Black Machismo defending the TNA X Division title in 11 minutes against Christopher Daniels. After what I thought was a damn good match, Lethal hits a lethal combination off the second rope for the win. That was pretty cool. Uncle Dave and I both gave it th- three and a half stars. What say you? I gave it four. Wow. Wow. I love this match. It was damn good. Both guys were awesome. Uh, this I, was probably, I, I want to say match of the night, maybe, but I'm yeah. torn. I'm torn. It's, it's really damn good. Uh, Black Machismo was really coming into his own here. I mean, obviously, Jay Lethal would go on to get even better as time went on. But he was damn good here, man. Uh, I love the Black Machismo gimmick and everything he did. So. I'm just pissed that, and I, I want to start beating them up here, but I'm just pissed he's never on TV. He signed a contract with AEW. How is this not one of your top guys? What yeah, the hell? I, the greatest first-generation wrestler of all time. Damn right. Yeah, so I, I don't get it. He could be, like, a top guy. Or at least a top mid-card guy. He's right. never on TV. I don't know. I don't get it. But now we go he can count one hand by the way the amount of, in the back. He can count on one uh, hand the amount of people in AEW that are better than him. And you have like yeah, three right. fingers left. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> but now we go to the back where Crystal is interviewing the Steiner brothers. Scott covers her mouth and then goes on about how Team 3D has fat asses. <laughs> of course they do. This is, this is what we get, by the way. I, I just want to play a little <laughs> bit of this here. Team 3D, you guys are out of your mind. Come on to Atlanta, Georgia, the place that the Steiner brothers got their start in professional wrestling. You guys are out of your mind making it a table match because tonight we're going to beat you at your own game. And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance is that you can run Nicky Split because you can't run because you got some fat asses. And after it's done, done we're going to have a tailgate party for all my freaks out there in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, You want to run, but you can't run because you got fat asses. (laughs) God. Oh, man. Scott is gold. (laughs) Anyway. But then Rick barks and they walk off. So there's that. But now we've got this. It is the Steiner brothers of Rick and Scott Steiner versus Team 3D of Brother Ray and Brother Devon in a two out of three tables match. Goes 12 uh, minutes, 43 and seconds. Say, go blue. Uh, F you. Uh, no blue around here. We Scarlet and gold only. There's er, er, scarlet and silver only. But anyway, scarlet and gray, I guess. I, it, it, I, I never understood. Americans from Michigan, I never understood why Ohio State always says scarlet and gray. It's like, but every time they use the color, it's silver. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Moving on. Well, the Raiders do that silver and gold, and sometimes a lot of the stuff they do is gray, too. I don't, maybe it's just a interchangeable. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but this gets a jump start in front of the stage. They brawl through the crowd. Once they get back in the ring, Rick gets eliminated almost right away via a 3D through the table. Team 3D tries something to Scott off the middle rope, but Scott crotches Brother Ray and then hits a Frankensteiner to him through the table. Crowd goes nuts. It looks like Ray's head went through the table. That was sick. Uh, but Brother Ray literally, after a while, he gets back up, and he literally whips Scott with a studded belt. 
I was like, damn, dude. Uh, I I said Rick has died or disappeared or something because he's gone for like gone forever, bro. <laughs> Meanwhile, his brother's getting the piss beat out of him. Did we see where he went? By the way, no, <laughs> he just disappeared. So I, uh, I I have written on you with a question mark. Did he get legitimately hurt? Yeah, I'm like, did he uh, like what the hell happened, man? But then Team 3D is about to decapitate Scott. I'm not joking. Uh, and then the Motor City machine guns run out to stop it. Rick finally comes back and they hit a double team bolt that the uh, double team bulldog move that they do uh, to Devon through a table for the win. Still look beautiful after all these years. Uncle Dave gave this a star and three quarters. I gave it two. Let's see you. I gave it two. It was for nostalgic purposes and seeing these two together was pretty cool. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was okay. Why did this oh, have to be seven? Yeah, great. <laughs> Well, why did this have to be a two out of three like tables match? Like, well, because obviously two of one team's gonna be eliminated. A third one could be eliminated. For, you know, so I thought of it. Yeah, I, I I get that, but it's like eh, I don't know. It's like why does it have to have a, a stipulation, bro? Instead of you mean I, instead of flat out just saying not over until both members of a team go through the table. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking it's like why it could have just been a match, but. I don't no, know. it couldn't. No, we had to have a stipulation, dude. Come on, you know this. Yeah, TNA, of course it did. Uh, and this, I think, is this leading into the the infamous Guns versus Team 3D feud overweight? I think so. Okay, I, I want to say so because, uh, man, that feud was it was funny, but it was freaking ridiculous. It was funny because Alex Shelley can cut a funny promo more than people will realize. He's gold. <sighs> I'll now, never forget when he told the, the Generation Me, who are the Young Bucks, by the way, when they had their Hardy Boys starter kits. That one right? was, was the greatest thing. So <laughs> like, I've been winning matches well since well before you got your start Hardy, Hardy Boys starter kit. So <laughs> right. Uh, pa- uh, but uh, we now go backstage again to Jeremy Borash standing by with Angel Williams, Talia Madison, uh, who is the future Madison Rain. ODB and Shelly Martinez no longer, uh, oh, she's Salinas. That's the future Velvet Sky. Or, yeah, what are they? Oh, Madison Rain. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking Madison Rain. Oh, Madison Rain uh, is, the, is the girl that's currently the coach of AEW women. So, yeah, yeah which explains a lot. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, no, yeah, Talia Madison is the future Velvet Sky. That is correct. And as we mentioned, Angel Williams is uh, going to be beco- is going to become Angelina Love. So there are names had to get more strippery. Uh, I I just thought they were probably five or stripper names, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Shelly Martinez was her name Salinas when she was yes. with LAX. Okay, yeah. so I thought. But the camera is zoomed in on Shelly's breasts right away, so we know where the director's mind is with the women wrestlers. Oh, I got a promoter film coming up. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Thinking ahead. Uh, and and with his head. And with his head. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. Not rehearse, folks. We just But ODB then grabs a mic, runs them all down verbally, and then they all take off when awesome Kong comes storming into the room. And wouldn't you? Oh hell yeah. But now we go to the well, wherever those women are running, I'll run with them. I'm just saying, Awesome Kong looks like she can kill somebody with her bare hands, so I'm good. Oh, yeah, she'll rip me in half like a phone book. But, <laughs> but uh, 
we now get the gauntlet for the gold to crown the first ever TNA women's uh, champion. Yeah. Or, or TNA knockout women's champion, excuse me. Okay, uh, first of all, I, I never understood why it's that knockout women's champion as opposed to, what, the knockout men's champion? Yeah, right. You know that? Yeah, I always thought that was dumb, like the knockout women's champion. Like, they don't call it the, like when they had the Divas title, they didn't call it the Divas women's championship. I don't know. But this match is Ms. Brooks versus Ms. Jackie Moore versus Shelly Martinez versus Awesome Kong versus ODB versus Angel Williams versus Christy Hemi versus Gail Kim versus Talia Madison versus Roxy Laveau. In that order is their entries, by the way. So once Kong comes out, everybody but Jackie looks scared and backs off. Kong starts tossing fools right away. Brooks is out first, followed by Shelly. Uh, Jackie gets the implant buster and then gets tossed. Christy gets brought in the hard way by Kong, followed by an accordion hold and an awesome bomb before being chucked out. Uh, Gail Kim comes in now and goes right after Kong. Everyone helped. Uh, by the way, Gail Kim looking all the way live. Uh, everyone. Oh, yeah. Everyone helps her eliminate Kong. And when Kong goes over the top rope, her top busts open and we get an eye full of full frontal awesome Kong. They luckily the feed I was watching blurred it out, so there's that. Uh, yikes! I have it on DVD, and it just it cuts the whole part, so I didn't oh, even know really? about that. Yeah. yeah, they they blurred it out in the in what I was watching. So I I'm not joking, everybody. Like her whole top comes over, and you see it all. Uh, after that, she started securing it a lot better, but. Angel gets tossed next by ODB and Gale. Uh, Gale eliminates Talia next. Uh, Roxy finally throws out ODB. And yet again, we get a battle royal that ends with a one-on-one first-to-a-fall finish match. I don't uh, think TNA ever had battle royals that ended with well, one person standing. Always yeah. two. It's so weird. I mean, it's cool at first, but then it's like, can you just have a regular battle royal for once? Especially ODB did that in 1993. Three with Razor Ramon and Rick Martel being the last two, but then it said they're going to wrestle next week for the Intercontinental Title. It didn't happen oh, wow. right there. <laughs> so no, yeah, this was overdone. I feel, but in the end, Gale reverses something into an air raid crash to win via pinfall. I actually think this one was more exciting and better formatted than the Men's Battle Royal. Uh, Uncle Dave gave it two stars. I gave it two and a half for average. Let's say you. I gave it two. It had a cool moment with Gale being the first ever uh, knockouts champion. It, it did, because I remember in the moment, I thought for sure Awesome Kong was going to win it. Yeah. Uh, she had an awesome feud with Awesome Kong afterwards. but uh, And they talked about that for years and years and years. And it was in like every... Uh, Gale Kim winning that title, by the way, was in like every build-up package ever for the rest of TNA history. So, But... Uh, uh, in Kurt Angle's locker room, he's getting dressed while Kevin Nash comes in and sits down. He tells Kurt, Kurt that he should apologize to Sting for beating up his son and having a, and just have a competitive match with him. I had forgotten that that was a thing, by the way. I did, too. People don't know, uh, Kurt, like, went to, like, he was, like, waiting outside of a football game that Sting's son was at. And when he came out in the parking lot, he beat him up and put him in an ankle lock. <laughs> that was, uh something but 
Well, anyway. the whole thing is he's still, uh, for some reason, he doesn't look at replays, I guess, and he was stuck on the fact that Sting, quote unquote, slapped Karen. So, yeah. but apparently, I, replays, you know, you can't go back and look. Yeah, I refuse. I refuse to go back and watch the pay per view that I was on. Okay, f you. Oh, yeah, would you want to go back and watch the teammate pay per view? <laughs> wow, uh, I am now. But Kurt says that Kevin lost his edge, and Sting should be apologizing to him for slapping Karen. Nash reminds Kurt that Sting never hit Karen, and Kurt made it all up before letting him know that he won't have his back tonight in the ring. Kurt tells Nash that he can't wrestle because his knees are all messed up, so he should just watch with the fans. Nash Nash tells Kurt that if he loses his title, Kevin will lose everything. Uh, Apparently he's bankrolling Kevin Nash for reasons. Uh, Kurt says that he's already lost everything and that he's going to take a big old nasty Nash. Poop jokes. There you go. And now we would get him back a couple of years later when he said he's going to go take a Kurt and wipe his angle. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's effed up. <laughs> but now we go to this. It's Christian Cage taking on Samoa Joe with special guest enforcer Matt Morgan. This one goes just shy of 16 minutes. Brand new to the uh, to TNA, I believe, at this point. Yeah, um, uh, Matt had only been there for a couple months at this point as. Um, uh, who's Jim Cornette's uh, enforcer, bodyguard, whatever the hell. Yeah. Oh, because he was Somebody there. I know, it, by the way, I know he was there uh, last month for the pay-per-view because he went in there and was like breaking stuff up with Joe. So, but either way, uh, these two ah, certain... his stupid hair, man. <laughs> oh yeah. How can you ever get over with that hair? <laughs> Uh, nobody gets it. We're making fun of Eric Bischoff. He said that something about his hair just made him look not intimidating or whatever the hell. His hair uh, and Sting's tan, dude. Yeah, right. Uh, they should trade because Matt Morgan has an impeccable tan. But I, I thought these two certainly stepped it up from their last match. Comco runs out and jumps Matt Morgan from behind, distracting him. AJ Styles now runs out to interfere, but Matt stops him and chases the tag champions off with a chair. Samoa Joe kicks out of an unprettier right after this. Joe then reverses a sleeper attempt into a muscle buster, followed by the Coquina Clutch, for the submission victory, and I guess Christian's first loss in TNA. Oddly enough, Uncle Dave gave this four stars, but I gave it three. I thought it was pretty damn good, though. What say you? Four? I give it three. (laughs) Just just been kind of liberal with the stars, huh? Yeah, he's handing them out just, just like candy, man. Uh, he and I are actually dead on for the next match, too, but uh, I'll get to that near in a second. But we get two damn seconds of celebration for this huge built-up feud, by the way, before we have to go to the freaking back to JB and Kevin Nash. <sighs> Gotta get more just, of this. I don't understand why teams, why, why companies do this. All night. Did you, you happen to see last week when uh, when John Moxley won the title from Daniel in the match with Daniel Bryan? They cut off. They went to the, they, they cut off the whole thing. Oh, we're seeing next week. Oh my god! I was like, wow, dude, they're still Good night, they're still doing they're still doing this. Yep. Like why? How? <laughs> Dumb. But anyway, Nash approaches a pretty fired up Sting to say that Kurt went too far, but Sting needs to take it easy on him. Sting asks Nash why he's protecting Kurt, and Nash said that. Kurt's all he's got since he can't wrestle anymore. Sting says that he's sorry, but tonight it's game over. 
And uh, speaking of not game showtime. over, right? I, yeah, I was like, wait, it's not showtime. It's game over. All right, whatever. Uh, but up next, speaking of game over, it's this. Uh, it's Raven versus Black Rain versus Rhino versus Abyss in Monsters Ball. It goes just over nine minutes. Good so Lord. Rhino walk, or excuse me, Rhino runs out and jumps Raven and Black Rain before Abyss even enters. We get a line from Mike Tanay of, not only are weapons allowed, they're encouraged. Good grief. This should be a running thing with them. This is, they had so many stupid ass lines in TNA. It's like, just shut up. But Rhino goes for a gore on the stage and ends up putting himself through a damn wall that nearly explodes. <laughs> that was something. Uh, Raven gets busted open. I didn't see how, but, you know, it's Raven. Uh, he may have broken his wrist after jumping off a balcony onto Abyss, who was laying on a table. I don't know if he broke it or hurt it or that's whatever. A, that's a real sentence. <laughs> oh, God. But Black Rain gets busted open. Again, I didn't see how. Uh, maybe I did, and I just didn't care. Uh, Rhino ends up hitting a gore on him before Raven canes everybody. Uh, James Mitchell runs out now with a black bag and hands it to Raven. Raven pours out the contents, and it's not only broken glass, but it's broken glass and thumbtacks. Abyss then hits a black hole slam onto Raven into it all and gets the win. Quite the reversal of his usual routine of tripping over his own junk and going into it. Uh, now it's Raven's turn. I thought the play-up package for this match was way better than the actual match itself. Uh, it was a pretty cool package. Giggity. Uh, Uncle Dave and I both gave this two and a half for average. What say you? One. This sucked. <laughs> I know this is not your thing. Uh, it's not really my thing either, but I have more tolerance for it than you do, I think. Uh, but quite the switching of gears going from that to this. Uh, we're going to take our second to last break. When we come back, it's main event time right after this. Follow the main event marks at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod on Twitter at main event underscore marks and on Instagram at main event underscore marks and at main event collector. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days? Enough! The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday. Bump day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. And we're back. We're back. Main event time. It's Kurt Angle defending the TNA World Heavyweight title against Sting in 18 it's minutes. Sting. I still mark I, that one as soon as you buy does it on AEW. Hell yeah. I will never I, not. Sorry. He's still he's still jumping off top ropes through tables, man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it goes for 18 minutes, 20 seconds. When Sting has Kurt locked in the Scorpion Deathlock. Kurt, uh, Karen Angle runs out to distract him. Referee gets distracted as Kevin Nash runs in and clotheslines Sting to the ground. Security runs out to take Karen away because is it Sting that has the restraining order on her or vice versa? No, no, you're right. I think it is because it was weird. Yeah, okay. I think because uh, since she accused him of slapping her, he got a restraining order to kind of, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because anyway. apparently he can look at a replay and show proof, and Kurt can't just to see proof. <laughs> and and the judge can also do that. Who you know who grants the restraining orders? <laughs> it's like, well, she's clearly a Karen. Oh, that's that's her name. Okay, then you don't say. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, security takes her away. Kurt hits the angle slam, but only gets a near fall. He this is his famous. He goes for the infamous uh, four fifty splash. But he doesn't get the full rotation and basically double stomps on Sting. Yeah, that looked ugly. But he gets a near fall. Why Kurt, is he doing that move? Hell if I know, man. He was always pulling out something nuts in TNA. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't pulling out his nuts in TNA. But either way, uh, Kurt gets sent into Nash on the apron. The ref gets bumped because, of course, uh, and after Sting hit the Scorpion Death Drop, now another referee runs out, but he gets pulled out at two by Nash. Nash starts beating up Sting and double teaming him. I with, was uh, I was so shocked I didn't see that coming. I know, right? But Nash starts beating up Sting while Kurt Angle is is double teaming him. Sting comes back and double clotheslines them both. Uh, we get another botch here as Angle swings the baseball bat straight down, and Sting grabs it, sort of, but it still busts him square in the face. And it he's ble- sick, man. He is gushing. <laughs> he is bleeding like a stuck pig. Uh, but Sting, like an effing man, just brushes it off. And he, like, he no sells the crap out of this, dude. Even though he's bleeding like crazy. I, I'm not like a doctor or anything like that, but I feel like you can hit hard with a bat like that. It might, like, numb your senses. So, 
He might not yep. feel it. It might. He's still an effing man. But either way, uh, he takes the bat, and then he takes out Kurt and Nash, and then he hits a scorpion death drop on a bleeding Kurt Angle for the win. Uncle Dave gave this three and three quarters of a star. I gave it three even. What say you? I gave it. What did I give it? I think I gave it. Three. Yeah, three. Sorry. Yeah, it was uh, fine. But there was so I much. Think I, was, I was on the fence between two and three. It was like, yeah. Just, I, it, so it yeah, I'm so much better. I'm going to stick with Lethal and uh, uh, Daniels is the match of the night, too, by the way. Yeah, same here. They did this too many times at Bound for Glory of all shows. There was such a BS, like, overbooked finish. And there was no reason for this. These are two great wrestlers. Sure, Sting is up there in age, but he can still go. Kurt's possibly the greatest on the planet. I just, I don't know. The crowd went crazy for Sting. He celebrates with the title that Eric Young would eventually fish out of the dumpster. And they let you know, by the way, I don't, I don't, I don't know why this is uh, something I hate, but I just hate that they kept acknowledging three years in a row at uh, or two years in a row. No, it'll be next year, but they two years in a row he's won the title at Bound for Glory. It's becoming a running thing, by the way, too. Yep. Oh yeah, so, you remember the they, promo where they called him Mister October because he yes. won I don't know how many titles in October. Yeah. <sighs> Jackson, they got nothing on Sting, but <laughs> exactly. But who'd he ever beat? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our final break. When we come That's back, the Reds and the Dodgers? I... <laughs> yeah, but did, did he beat Ric Flair? I don't think so. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> We're going to take our final break. When we come back, final ratings time and telling you what's coming up next week on the podcast. Follow the main event marks at facebook.com forward slash main event marks pod on Twitter at main event underscore marks and on Instagram at main event underscore marks and at main event collector. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah got the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah, well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. K-A-S-T. Hey, hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. The main event marks are available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Find all of our links on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash main event marks. 
And we're back. We're back. Final ratings here. Internet Movie Database gave this 7.7 out of 10. Cagematch.net gave it 8.63 out of 10. I gave it 7.5 out of 10. So C, C plus, maybe. What say you? I really enjoyed it. I gave it a B minus. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was okay. It wasn't loaded with like classics, but I don't know. When I put it on, I was like, oh, it's, how's this going to go? I didn't feel like I wasted two and a half hours of my life. Yeah, so. it, it, it didn't suck. I'll say that. So, I mean, and I'm not even going to bust out the whole we've seen worse either because I just I don't think it's applicable here. Yeah, well, it's bound for glory. So it's at least fun. Uh, next week, something else that will be fun is we're going to have a don't get that floating around. You act like every bound for glory can be fun. There's some bad ones. I want to amend yeah, that, Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, but next week, I think it's going to be fun, man. Not because of the subject matter you know, uh, itself, but because we're going to have a three man booth for the first time ever. Uh, well actually, well, first time in a long time, not first time ever, uh, but next week on October 12th, we're dropping ECW anarchy rules 2000. Yay. And we're going to have on my buddy, Kyle from <laughs> like the third Kyle. I know, uh, from the apron bump podcast, by the way, I've guessed it on his show twice now. Uh, most recently, we talked about Ring of Honor in 2003. Go check it out. Support that show. It's a great Did uh, we plug uh, here in Puckburg? Uh, we didn't give him a, a specific shout out this week. I forgot about that. I, uh, my my apologies, Shaggy. Uh, we are, In October, we are officially in hockey season. So Yeah, this is an important shout out. Exactly. So uh, go support him and his awesome podcast. Uh, we did play his promo earlier, so uh, I, I'm sure you all heard it. And uh, he supports the podcast. He's he's another Kyle that we know. So, but I know had no Kyles. idea. Like that was uh, uh, a popular name. I know, right? Well, this uh, this Kyle uh, is the hardest part of the ring. He is on the Apron Bump podcast, whose promo we also play on the show. So go support him and support us next week. Uh, Shout out to Michael Cole, by the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it'll be fun, fun, uh, you know, funical and all that good stuff. Uh, even though we're covering, you know, ECW, it, it is what it is. ECW. It's our first time in a long time for that too, man. So, uh, you know, it is October, so we're going scary with it. <laughs> But uh, thank you for joining me today, Greg. (laughs) Uh, We will see you all next week where anarchy rules. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 